I, I got a question for you guys. So how about this? If Kobe, Brady, you know, all the greats, I mean, any sport, if they didn't play their sport and they were just, you know, they didn't play any sports about that and they were in life, you guys think they would dominate in life, like building a business or becoming great at something? I, yeah. I think. I do. Because that's oh. mentality. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just Drew. It's in them. Exactly. Yeah, they're going to learn the skill set they need to be successful at whatever they end up doing. Exactly. So that being said, like, I mean, if you can take all that shit and apply it to say, you know, you want to start up a business or take over a business or, you know, start up a podcast, you know, like uh, if you put your all in it and shit like that and like, you know, whether it's business or anything like that and you, and you just really take all that passion and drive. Like, to me, I don't think you can fail. I mean, you'll fail, but I don't think it eventually won't succeed or get the places where you want to go. Like, if you really want it to, just the same like the greats. I mean, if you put all that time and effort in, you know, say you want to build a business, you want to do like a t-shirt company or whatever. Like, you put in the time, you want to hustle, you want to make those relationships, that networking, or, you know... Even like you, Steve, you got, you know, the business, how much you've grown our business, like is crazy to me. It just takes all that drive, passion. It's it almost takes like an obsessive level to get. But also takes a sacrifice. Oh, yeah. There's a give and take in life always. And that's one thing that, uh, you know, you got to realize if you don't, that it is always a give and take every time. If you do this, then this is going to take over here every time whether that's time, family, or yeah, this might grow, but then you're going to lack or like, it's always like a teeter totter. What's that Steve? You're cutting out a little bit. You said every yes you say is a no to something else. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's, uh, and you don't know what that. Yeah. You don't always know what it is. You have to be willing to be okay with that. No. Fully okay with it, or else it affects your yeah. yes. Yeah, right. So I mean, yeah. you hear the Kobe stories and everything, and you even hear interviews with himself about himself, and he's just like, "Nothing mattered to me, but this. Nothing. Nothing mattered to me." And all you think about is like, "Well, at that time, you had a wife and you had kids, and you're saying that, and I guarantee you, put your all into it. So your surroundings have to understand that that's what." you're going for that's what you're passionate and, and, and that's and that's you know that's you almost cool. have to put yourself on the back burner to allow this to happen and a lot of people aren't that selfless they're, like, like they're his not, family yeah so yeah like kobe put himself first and yeah and it's his passion they could have passion too but i i think what like Kobe's mentality and stuff. I think he really thought that he would retire and have time. I think that's why he retired when he did. So he could grow up with his kids. They were getting into sports really well. And he could like really be there. And he was like coaching their teams. And then he died. Unfortunately, that was terrible. But, you know, that's probably in his mind. He thought like he's like, oh, I got like 40 years, you know, to spend yeah. time with my family. And I might just give it my all, which I can't blame the dude at all. Like. I mean, that's something, you know, I preach like you got to put your all in. You got to give it 
your whole shot. You got to put yourself first and just, you know, bust ass and do what you want to do. I mean, to try to make a difference or anything like, you know, you still got to go to work. You still got to, you know, uh, and that's for these great athletes. They don't have to go to work. The work is their job. But like, you know, if you go to work and then you say you want to do something on the side, like, you know, you want to be the best football coach or whatever. Like if that's your other passion or what, you know, whatever the case is, like you have to do what you got to do, but then you got to put all of your excess time into that or sacrifice things like, Oh no, well no date night or one date night once a month or like, Hey, we'll hang out for this time and not this time. You know, you just got to make sacrifices. There's going to be that give and take, which that's a, that's the biggest point though, is the word right there. Sacrifices because yeah. you have to be willing to accept the consequences of your sacrifice. Because if you're, if you have this mentality that this is what you're going to do and you're willing to sacrifice this, well, you have to understand that what you're sacrificing could literally be a sacrifice. It's going to be gone and it's not going to be there. Are you okay with that? Because if yeah. you're not, then don't lie to yourself. Yeah. And focus. Like if, if you're not willing to part ways with, you know, X, Y, Z, then don't try and pretend that maybe that's just not for you. And there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But in order to excel at something that you're passionate about, I agreed, you know, take it on and go for it because, you know, 10, 15 years of the opportunity passes, are you going to live with regret because you weren't willing to sacrifice or are you going to be filled with regret because you sacrificed that? Uh, so it, it's a tough balance. Yeah, I think that's the greatest question out there really is what, I mean, if you don't put your all in and give it everything you got, cause you know, you got one life, then, you know, you know, you might regret it when you're like 40, like, no, I want, you know, I love my family. And then what happens if they're still there and you didn't do anything you wanted to do? I mean, there's that sacrifice too. You sacrifice your dreams for, you know, I, I feel like that's one of life's greatest challenges. But you just kind of got to go with your instinct and be like, hey, I re if you really feel that passionate about something, I say just go after it, you know, and just do what you do, do the best you can. That's what it boils down to. Give it your all and do the best you can. Balance the best you can. There's little things like time management. You could say, okay, and Steve, you could probably test more than anyone about time management on how you have to. I got this time frame, this time frame, this time frame, and sometimes you got to shuffle it around and be like, okay, well, in order to get to this level, I'm going to have to sacrifice a little here with family time, a little here with wife time, you know, cut out a little here or whatever, you know, or miss this, you know, family event or whatever. But I think a lot of that stuff is just time management to help out. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree it's it's finding the time at when no one else is awake to to get shit done to when everybody's out of you know going to bars and whatnot and you're not yeah 100 your work when you got a bachelor party you could go to or uh budget you got to put together what are you gonna do yep yep 
life's choices and one will excel you one will inst you know instant yeah. gratification one's long term and and uh you know it, one of those things is that that's just so crazy to me how how much it's a teeter-totter in life you know if you want to do this you can't do this you know i think that was a great saying steve i've actually never heard that saying yes to one thing means saying no to a another yeah one one big thing is especially if you're in a marriage relationship children all that you you can't decide to do that without having the conversation with them and having them on board or at least you know yeah letting them know that hey this is this is how i'm feeling i feel very passionate about this because you can't just wake up and be like oh this is what I want to do. So I'm going to focus everything on this. And then your whole dynamic of your whole world that you've created is different now because yeah. then you're expecting them to understand what you just came into like an aha moment. This is what I want to do because that's not fair to them. And they have their own passions, dreams. And maybe that was their passion is to have this family. Everything was going well. You have to, you have to have that balance. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, I, think, I, I think they have to balance too, though. You know, they're going to have to balance letting you go. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable if they just, you know, hold you down and, and be like, oh, smother you with everything. If they don't let you do what you're passionate about, then I think there's going to be a problem anyway. So I think it has to be balanced on that side. Sorry, bud. Well, no, I, I think I think it's if you tie it all together, you know, there's going to be balances. There's going to be sacrifices. And that's on... You could be you could be single, no kids, whatever. There's going to be sacrifices, like Steve said. You might have to miss miss a trip with some buddies or whatever if you want to, you know, meet a deadline or or whatnot. And there's always, <clears throat> I think I think it's a great quote. You know, saying yes to one thing is always saying no to another. Um, and that's just that does not matter. Uh, your family dynamic, your personal dynamic. It's like that's always the case. But if you are in constant communication with those in your life that are impacted by your decisions, right? So if you're married, your your spouse, if you have kids, your kids, whatever. <clears throat> um, if you're in constant communication and understanding of their passions and their understanding of yours, because you're talking and you're like, well, you doing this on this day is going to conflict with me doing this on this day. Okay. How do we compromise that? You know, you're going to have, you're going to have those moments, right? That are a little awkward, that are a little tough. And one might have to take a bigger sacrifice on this week, but then, you know, you come back to the next go around and you kind of flip the script. Right. And I think, I think the biggest thing is people truly care about you and you're, you're communicating what you are passionate about. They're going to work with you on it. And yeah. if, if you're always the you. one asking though, if you're always asking and never giving in, that's where the balance is broken. And if you take that time to work through all those things, you can be successful in everything you want to do, you know, with, with balance, communication and sacrifice. Like it's not always easy. Don't get me wrong. There's some really tough decisions that probably have to go into that. Um, but you know, it's all about, it's all about those three things in my mind, right? 
I mean, there's yeah. more to it, but if, you, if you're trying to really kind of tie things together, if you keep those in line and, and your, your conscientious of like those around you, you can make it work. Yeah. Not always easy, but you can make it work. Yeah. If they care about you, they're going to, you know, they're going to figure it out and be like, yeah, well, okay. I, I see you're passionate about it. You know, I want you to be happy. Let's go. You know, on the other hand, I think another big thing that people sacrifice, I mean, me or whatever is uh, a lot of sleep as well. If you want to do all these things, you know, and do, you know, hobbies and, you know, you want to stay up late working on something or, you know, you just want, you're like, Hey, I'm just too much shit going on. You know, maybe I'll just zone out, play some video game, drink some beers, whatever, you know, you might have to sacrifice some sleep, but you know, I think that is the go-to for a lot of great people who've done a lot of great things. I mean, you, you know, Arnold's one of his greatest quotes is, you know, oh, I need more sleep. He's like, well, sleep faster. You know, the world doesn't stop ever. The world's always going. You know, the world ain't going to wait for you. So you either got to get it done and sacrifice things. You know, maybe it's sleep. Maybe you want to go and do a podcast and spend time over here and, you know, hang out with your buddies and do this, this, this. You know, you might have to sacrifice a little sleep. And, you know, that just is what it is. And you're going to have to have that talk with yourself you know, or sacrifice some other things, but there's always going to be a give and take. But I think, uh, you know, one of the biggest things like Kevin Hart, the rock, they always say they sleep like five, six hours, maybe every time they get up and they get after it. And I'm sure they got crazy diets and, you know, they probably don't drink tons or whatever, but 17 Red Bulls a day, you know, maybe, but they get after it and they get it done to make life better for them and their family and uh, make whatever mark they're going to make on life, which is awesome. You know, it, it you know, it's pretty cool. Cause uh, I, I love one of the things that Kevin Hart said, and he said, you know, your life's a book. What's going to be in your book? How is your book going to turn out? You know, how do you want your book to turn out? Do you want it to be like, Oh, Hey, I just went and did this and this and, Dude, whatever, or he's like, do you want it to be an exciting book? And I did this, and I got up here, and I sacrificed here, and I, you know, made movies, and I made people laugh, and I, you know, sold out shows, and I just made things happen, and I made positive influence to everyone around me, and I changed lives. You know, he's like, what do you want written in your book? And to me, that's just, you know, so many things just sit with me, like, so well, and I love it. And they just resonate and make so much sense to me because, you know, he makes a lot of good fucking points, man. You know, what do you guys want to be in your book? How do you want to be turned out? You just want to be like, hey, I just, you know, I did all right, you know, kind of a family man, you know, and that's cool. If that's what you want to do. But if you want to do something big, I mean, you got to go get it. You got to just put it all in and say, fuck it, send it, you know. I like Joe Dirt's Life's a Garden. Dig it. Yeah. Dig it, you know, deep, that's deep, <laughs> deep. short quotes to, to live by, you know, you, you know, another, another good one. And like, you may laugh at this if, depending on how you know this person, like, cause I mean, he's we got already laughed at too. <laughs> 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 Are you guys aware of like Rob Deerdeck? Yeah. Yeah. I think a smart motherfucker. He's yeah. underrated. So he is. And, and, and I've recently, got more involved in like hearing certain things that he has to say, because 
yeah, you know him from Robin Big. Like he had he had a professional skateboarding career, right? Like I don't think he was like one of the most well known. But he he turned that in shoes. Well, yeah, and he he turned that into look at what he turned that into, you know. And he had Robin Big. He had was it Dream Factory, whatever Fantasy Factory, and but then all the business, yeah, all these business ventures that he has, and and he he I recently saw an interview that he was asked about like his schedule and, and you're talking about sleep and everything. And he said, yeah, my body, he's like, I, I, I sleep what my body tells me to, you know, he's like, it's normally around seven hours, but he said, I get up at four 30 in the morning and because it's important to my wife that we share some time together before we start our day. And he was like, and, and this is not quoted by any means, but basically the story was I get up at four 30. I answer these emails. I plan my day. I write down everything I'm going to be doing, make sure my schedule's aligned and I get all that done. And then I have breakfast ready, coffee ready, whatever, like for his wife. And then we spend breakfast together and I've already put in, he says like two, three, four hours worth of work before she gets up. And that clears my mind to know that the rest of my day is planned and scheduled and I can show her what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. And then we can spend time together. There's no rush. And then I go on with my day and you know, he, he makes it a point to make time for his family. And he knows that that, if that means him getting up at four 30, that means him getting up at four 30, but that's a, sacrifice. <clears throat> that's a sacrifice because he's like, because I want to have this life in this world that we live in, but I don't want to do it without my family. So here's my compromise. Here's my sacrifice. And it's interesting because, you know, you we're talking more on the business world and you know, you, you, we, we've talked about athletes and how they probably do that. You know, Kobe's getting up at four, starting his workouts and other athletes and stuff like that. But very much translates it in the business world, too, is if you want to, you know, have it all, you know, you know, have your cake and eat it, too. Like there's some sacrifices in there. But as long as you align those with those important with you and you communicate that and you can make it work, you know, and and. I think the outcome is what makes it all worth it. Right. You know, like, you know, living the life that you have and, and having the luxuries you have or whatever is important to you. I don't, I don't know what that is, but you know, when that outcome comes to fruition, that's when it's like, yeah, the four thirty is not that hard because I get to do this now and right. I get to do this and I have this or my kids are set up or whatever, whatever drives you, you know? So I think that's, it's, it's interesting. <clears throat> yeah. bro. Um, I think yeah, you're nailing it, bro. Nailing it. You know, I, they they call me the modern day Rob Deerdeck, but yeah, bro, you look just like him, dude. Same hat. I've never caught. <laughs> I cannot ride a skateboard nor uh, own a single pair of DC shoes. Other than that, though, a little tidbit. Uh, you're the but, modern day. Yeah, yeah. No, not many people know that about me. Nor do I. But I just but, taught myself that. To to that point, I mean. You know, I, I agree, you know, a thousand percent, dude. You know, you kind of nailed it. And, you know, whether, you know, you got to sacrifice it. I mean, you don't even have to get straight sleep if you want. I mean, there's so many times where I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll stay up a little later tonight, you know. I feel like I need it or whatever, you know. And then I'm like, all right, well, maybe, you know, the wife's working till like five or whatever. And I'll get home at like four, you know, 420, your favorite fucking time. And, uh, That's you know, you maybe, 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 you know, maybe yeah. speaking a little, you know, a little tiny nap, you know, or give you that little energy to boost yourself up to go do something or, 
you know, to spend time or whatever. Like, you know, you just got to fit it in where you can do everything you can to sacrifice. I mean, you know, just try to take advantage of every little bit of time. And if that's doing something productive or sometimes maybe taking a little nap or, you know, self-reflection or whatever. But, you know, just try to, you know, nobody's perfect, but, you know, try to make take advantage of all these times. I mean, sometimes it might be scrolling through some shit, but a lot of that's waste of time. But like, you know, there, there's a lot of time you could squeak in on a lot of different things because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't have time, I don't have time. And I, I'm guilty, too. But like if you actually broke down all your time and how much time you waste, how much time you spend on little stupid shit that you probably shouldn't or doesn't even fuck. Like you can probably cut out that shit and like open up like a couple hours in your day, probably. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, that's we're all guilty of it too. It's just mm-hmm. we categorize it as like a ah, I need to, I need to just yep sit here and do this. I need to relax. I need to do this. But I mean, sometimes yeah, absolutely you do. I mean, there's nothing better than just having the downtime and just to you know recoup, refresh. Just reboot. But sometimes, you know, you just get home and instead of taking that little nap, just go and do the little 15 minutes of cleaning and just see how much different it makes you feel. A lot of times it won't stop at 15 minutes because then you're like, oh, okay, I need to do this. And then it just, you, you build the momentum. And then the end of your little session, you're just like, oh, what what would I have been doing? Just laying down. I yeah. I got plenty of time to do that. Yeah, if you're I scrolling, think I, if you're scrolling through TikTok for like <clears throat> three hours every day, you probably need to fucking change that. Yeah, yeah. If that's know? the case, then <laughs> yeah. you got plenty I, of time. I think I think a big part of that, like what ties that together, is self awareness, right? Like, because you could say, well, I could go to the gym, or I could do the dishes, or I could fold the laundry. Right. But like everybody has their limit and it, I think it's okay to sometimes admit, man, I've had my limit. So yeah, I am going to sit down or I am going to take that 20 minute nap when I could be doing something else. Like I think self-awareness is huge and really understanding what your body's telling you. Like I know what your mind's telling you, mental health, physical health, and personal health, like with, with the relationships that you're trying to like continue going and this has actually been been very very prevalent or present in my 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 life today and that i've been like kind of working through is all those things like balancing relationships my mental health my physical health and like like man yeah like all those things like but but the more self aware the more i learn about myself i know my limits and and the more you know your limits the more you know what you need to do to get yourself back on track when you feel yeah. like it's not a nap I need. I need to go for a run to clear my head or maybe clearing your head is to get the the dishes done and the laundry done and the clean up the house because it's just making you stressed out because you feel like you're claustrophobic all of a sudden. Like, I think it's really important like to focus on self-awareness and like what, what is the equation that will get you through to the next day to be the most optimal you can be right to be, most effective at your work, the most effective at home and most effective with your personal life, like your mental health, all that, like it's a, it's, it's tough. And, and it's something I've struggled with a lot lately trying to understand 
because yeah. it changes, you know, so much with with kids changing a job or whatever. So yeah, but the yeah, crazy thing is, be always <clears throat> so one thing I've never had a problem with is when I go to work and I have a task, I'm trying to learn it. That's what I'm doing, and I have no problem just getting that shit done and working on that and having that like my goal. And once I achieve that, and I take a lot of pride in that, and then when I get home, it's like a, I, that's what I've learned is I can't kick my boots off because I've kind of lost that, that flow. And I've, I've lost the self-discipline of just like, oh, okay, so now's my time to just relax. When if I'm still in that mode, then I'm still, okay, I got to get this done, this done, this done, because it needs to be done. And if I were, if it was a job site or something and I needed this task done and I had to get this task done by this time, I would do whatever I could to get it done. So why doesn't that translate over when I get home? It's just because of my own discipline and mentality about it is because I don't have someone to tell me, you know, you have to do this. It turns into like a, oh, I can manage my own time now and do it on my own schedule and then that's when you start to see the laundry piling the dishes piling but if you know you had a boss saying hey those dishes have to be done by the end of the day they'd be done if you had the same mentality at work or at home that you do at work yeah i mean and that's where it comes into why are why are you doing it like self-gratification make the wife happy what is it that drives you but when it gets done you have that self-gratification you're just like oh nice task is done i feel accomplished yeah so why don't i do that all the time Uh, a lot of it's discipline i think you know you discipline yourself yeah self-discipline i mean uh i don't know i correct me if i'm wrong steve i think jocko says that a lot yeah jocko yeah Derek Willink is awesome. If you guys haven't listened to him, fucking listen to that guy. He's super smart, well-rounded, a lot of discipline. But he, uh, he always talks about discipline yourself, discipline, you know, your life. Because he's, you know, if you don't discipline something, he says it always leaks over. And so he always says, oh, if you want to sleep in, he says you have to have that discipline. Because if you sleep in, then he usually just all your tasks just pile on the next day and then your workloads twice as much. And he said that can lead to like stress and, and other types of things. But, um, also bug, I want to touch a little bit on what you're saying. Uh, for me, a lot, a lot of it goes like, you know, trying to eat healthier and I'm not fucking good at that shit either, you know, but eating healthier will give you more energy. Um, recently I kind of figured out, well, talking with my dad, actually, I figured out, that I probably have a lot of allergies because I've been so fucking exhausted. Like can't keep my eyes open sometimes when I get home and I'm like, I've been sleeping. I've been doing everything. Like what the fuck? And then my dad's like, Hey, take some of this allergy shit. And I have a couple times and I've just been like, Whoa, Phil, I can breathe out of my nose. I can do things that I want to do. I'm not just like, you know, feeling like my eyelids are just going to collapse at any moment. And like also feeling like you have like a mild, like cold at all times. It just sucks. Like I didn't realize that. And then he pointed it out and I'm like, fuck, 
maybe I need to look into that. And then I, you know, you take more and all of a sudden, boom, you have more energy. You're more focused, you know, but just like self care, self awareness. And, and I don't know how much self awareness you, you can do on that or noticing that maybe I should have just noticed like, Hey, I've, I've been super tired. Maybe something's going on. I thought it was like, maybe I'm eating shitty or whatever, but there's you know, a dozen, there's tons of variables for that, you know? Yeah. And Ang- you, know, you could have anxiety. You could, you could have a sleep issue, right? I like do have just, sleep you, apnea, by the way. Okay. Uh, yeah. So like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sleep, that's why sleep sucks. I would, I get like six hours. I feel like I have like four, three all the fucking time. It's not good. I don't like it. And then so allergies. I'll, fuck. I, I'll, I'll be honest. Like I recently, like I saw, like I'd been like talking to this like therapist or whatever and like kind of working through some issues and some stuff. And then I, I met with my primary care physician. He's like, Oh man, you got, you got anxiety. Like, really? I was like, okay. And he's like, so start on this like really mild dose and, and just kind of see if we can kind of kickstart it and just see how you react to it. It was just like, almost like it was going to do a little bit. Right. <clears throat> but it was more so to test like side effects and stuff. So I did that. Mm-hmm. And then we recently upped it to like have a little bit more effect. I'm like, you know, I, I'm more productive during the day. And, and and I'm not saying like pills are always the answer or whatever, but like, yeah, I, I've always tried to, okay, maybe I change my diet. Maybe I try to exercise more, like clear my mind that way. And, and I was like, well, some things you just can't, you know, there's a chemical thing or there's something that you just can't quite kick. Right. And, yeah. I, and I'll be honest, like it's a, you know, I, always felt like a social person i was like i don't really want to go out like i just don't have the energy for it you know and it was because it would make me anxious and then i didn't really see it but when i went through this and it's helped a lot like you know in in a lot of different ways and even just at my home life like i'm not as irritated when my kids are going crazy and stuff like that like i'm just able to attack certain things better um you know and and you know that was one side of it you know now I still don't think I sleep the best. Like you said, like I might have sleep apnea. I might have something because I'll go to bed and I'll wake up and I'm like, I put in a good eight hours and I feel like yeah, I, I just went to bed. <laughs> yeah. You know? bro, it like, sucks, huh? It's terrible. And yeah. so there's a lot of variables to it, but like, I think the biggest thing, and like, I go back to the self-awareness, you go back to like, what are all the possibilities? Like what could be like, it's, it's okay to be like vulnerable to it and like, you're not perfect and whatever, and just kind of own it and just see like yep. what could be the issues and check the boxes. Okay. Okay. No, I did a sleep study. I don't have sleep apnea. Okay. Check that box off. Oh, well I have anxiety. Well, shit. Let's, you know, let's see if what I can do to help that. Oh, I'm not eating good. Let me try to eat better. Oh, that that's helping. You know, like, so just, yeah. you know, that's why I think self-reflection is really uh key. You know, yeah. to to look what's going on, you know, with you and and your life, and you know, cause sometimes you need to check yourself. You know, you're, hey, you're doing too much of this. Check it, or you know, or just look into shit like that. What you're saying, but, but that brings a good point. I actually, I would love to talk about this on an episode or something similar. Um, so I I listen to you know plenty of podcasts, plenty of people. And lately I've been hearing a lot of, you know, cause anxiety's through the roof, like cases have just skyrocketed around the U S like a lot and what factors plays into that. So I heard this guy, um, 
he said that anxiety is a, I forget exactly what, I don't know, whatever wording he used, but basically like anxiety is just you being selfish. And I'm not saying, you know, I agree or anything like that. I just think it'd be, you know, to talk about would be awesome. Like, I just want to bring up one little point maybe about it. The reason why he said that is because like you're anxious because you're, you are worried what maybe you will look like to other people or what people will think about you or like how, you know, you doing this, maybe they'll view you different or whatever, but it's still a selfish thing and you're worried about yourself. So he said, if you can let those things go, essentially not give a fuck about things like anxiety potentially goes away. And I know there's probably other factors and, you know, brain chemicals. I don't know all that, but I just thought that was super interesting. What he said, cause I know. And that makes sense. I mean, I, I think <clears throat> that definitely makes sense. And, and I don't want this to come off as like defensive because I do have an element of that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And my um, wife has, has anxiety and, and I know a lot of people have it. I know. I, I I I don't know too much about it. It's just something I heard. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think like because I also kind of I see this therapist and and like talking through just the life events and all this other shit and whatnot and um you know and and one of the things that kind of came from it was like I kind of grew up. I'll, let me rephrase that. I've I've had a tendency where I feel like I always have to like people police, and like never putting myself first and, and not like focusing on like you have a, you, you, it's okay to like have wants and needs and things like that. And there's some, like some upbringing stuff. Like I, I, I don't want to get too deep into it. Cause I do think this would be a great, like another episode to kind of dive into, but, so and I'm more first. than happy to share. I'm, I'm more than happy to share all my, my, my shit. Cause I got a laundry list, but, um, you know, like I, I always felt like I was questioning things. Am I doing what is going to make this person happy as opposed to worrying about what makes me happy? Right. And kind of being a little more selfish. Like it's kind of weird how it can be on two ends of the spectrum where mm, you could be too okay. selfish, but you also could not be at all where you're worried about. And I have mixes of both depending on situational kind Pleasing. of stuff. But um, I can see that actually a lot on anxiety. But like I, I, I just feel like if I don't do exactly what is going to make them happy. And then I question myself and then like, what do they mean when they said it that way? And like, it's like mental terrorism at that point, you know, like the, 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 the ship has sailed and I'm wondering way too much. And they're like, dude, all I said was like, have a good night. And it's like, well, you said it like this, like, you know, you just kind of being a little more like a little higher than what really what I've experienced, but like that, that can happen to people and that's where they get anxious and they, they are always wondering, yeah, selfishly what people are thinking about them, but two, are they also doing the best they can to, to make people happy, like to do what they need and what, and satisfy their needs and put their needs first. Um, so yeah, yeah. so I, I think it's a great, you know, topic and I, I added it to our list here, but, um, yeah, that'd it's, be dude, it's, it's awesome crazy. to talk about, you know, yeah. I, 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 got, you know I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think I have personally tons of anxiety, but I mean, I can just see it from an outsider's perspective as well. You know, like I, I know plenty of people with anxiety and, you know, I see kind of tendencies and stuff. Um, you know, like one thing that I 
maybe maybe it'll help, maybe it won't. But like goals, I think help out a lot because you're focused more on a goal you want to accomplish rather than like, hey, what do these guys think or what is this? You're like, hey, well, I need to get this done, or I need to, you know, I want to put a lot of time and effort on this. So you like you fuck everything else, all this outsider shit or whatever. Like, oh, I don't care what he fucking thinks because I really want to make this happen and I'm passionate about it or whatever. Like, I think that is one thing. The weird know. thing about anxiety, because like I, strangely, all you know me pretty well, but like I have like a social anxiety and you would never guess it if you put me in a room of six people. Like I'm always the one to make a quick little joke. Light up your smoke. Just, you know, the, the witty little responses and that's anxiety responses. Not necessarily, but like going into it, like if, if I were to be put into a room with like eight people and it was all just a, everyone talk, I almost have this obligation to feel like I need to stand out in a certain way. And if I don't, it almost gives me that type of anxiety that I just fall back into the shadows. It's like, it's just, it's weird because if I don't mm-hmm. stand out in a certain way and, you know, be funny or make a good joke or make someone laugh, then it's just like a, an anxiety to me. That's like, fine. no one's going to remember I was even in the room or something. But mm. I mean, I know Steven, Brad, you know, they know me pretty well in a, a social setting as, as far as like being around people. But would you ever picture that as far as how I am? Like, I mean, now that you pointed out, maybe I can see a little bit, a little bit. You know, I guess I never like tried to connect those dots. Yeah, no, I, I would have never put the two and two together there. No, but those those dots are going on in my head before I even am into that situation. But when yeah. I'm in that situation, you don't even you won't even notice it because I won't let you guys see it, and I'll just do my own thing and just kind of try and stand out in some type of way. Yeah, whether it's through humor or just to make a, make sure a comment that I make is, you know, said out loud to the point where it's recognized. But then if nothing happens and I'm just like, shit, you really just kind of backed out in the shadows and, and no one even cares. Like no one thinks of it that way. Right. Well, what if you thought about it different? Right. So picture this, right. Um, Picture like say we're in the office or whatever and you want to, Uh, I got to stand out. I got to make a joke. What if you just tried to make like me laugh or something or, you know, instead of like, Hey, if I don't make an impression, maybe no one care. Maybe no one will like me or whatever. I don't know what exactly goes on, but like, what have you just thought about it different or like, you know, like, Hey, what if I just, you know, I want to, I just want to make you laugh or whatever, or whoever's here. Like, what if you just like made it more of like about, them you know what i mean yeah I, I can see that and and kind of uh going a little bit in a different direction but i feel like nick kind of has the same thing oh nick, nick definitely has to make an impression but he he's like way more over the top than i am yeah and a lot of times it's, it's just like a he goes in a funk if he doesn't yeah and so i can relate to him as far as that goes but I don't like when I'm in that moment, I don't feel like 
crazy obligated to do it and to force it. But after the fact, then I'm just like, well, that was kind of awkward, even though it's five other six, seven other guys in the room that didn't say a damn thing. I'm just like, well, <laughs> I didn't say anything either. So yeah. why do I think of it differently? Yeah, I gotcha. And, and, uh, you know, we, we can talk about this in another episode. I feel like it was really good, you know, uh, good segue to other things, but you know, just a couple of things. I mean, um, I don't know. I, I just like throwing out points. I mean, I don't know what's going to work. I don't know what's not going to work. I just like throwing out ideas, you know, like what if you think about it this way? Like, you know, instead of thinking about like, Hey, I have to make people laugh, whatever. Like, well, he might need a laugh or he might need a laugh, you know, or like, you know, maybe, you know, just something like that. It might help. Might not. I don't know. I'm not a therapist, but I think it's important to do that though. Right. I mean, like it, that's it, the only way that we get better and that, you know, we, we look at things in different angles is by throwing that stuff out there, you know, and like, yeah. Hey, if you thought about it this way and it could be like, it doesn't stick like at all, but it yeah. could be something like, huh? Because you never know. Like you could take two people, that stub their toe and it's going <laughs> to, and it's, it's going to hurt one person definitely yeah. than another, but That's... two people that have anxiety aren't handling it or, or it's yeah. not caused the same way. Right. They, their lives are different. Their what triggers them is different. Like there's so many variables and that's what a lot of what we talk about. There's so many variables. Like you can't take every case to be the same as the next case. Right. No. And like what I'm dealing with is, you know, I could have the same family structure, friend structure, social upbringing or uh, family upbringing as, as the next person. And we both are quote unquote have anxiety, but like handle it and, and it affects us completely differently. So yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think this is, I want to dive into this for a good, good session because I think, you know, if the short time we've been doing this and the little bit of response that we've had so far to the podcast, like I, we're not, you know, I, there's plenty of people out there that struggle with this particular topic and whether it's anxiety, depression, mental health, um, I think it's a, it's a big thing that a lot of people are afraid to talk about, like, unfortunately, yeah. but you know, yeah. it's not something that you need to shove shove away. And, and I'm, I'm more than happy to be open with all the, the stuff that I feel has affected me and gotten me at this point, because dude, like you looking at high school, college, and even early adult years, like I never would have even guessed that I would have any sort of, de- you know, anxiety or depression or, and I'm yeah. not depressed or anything, but like any of that, you know, but a lot of shit's happened in the last three, four years. So, you know, it's just life. Yeah. That's how you deal with it. Right, buddy. And yeah. And to sharing, you know, your story or like how you overcame things is huge or I mean that's a lot of reasons why I throw questions. I mean, maybe you guys might not, you know, thought about it or you know, maybe you have and you have something to say, or maybe somebody else was like wanting to ask that question and you know, just from an outside perspective or whatever, because one thing that I at least try to do is maybe I don't have, you know, whatever, like maybe I don't have anxiety. Maybe I do, I don't know. But I try to think of it like, okay, well, if I'm in a situation, what do I do maybe? Or what do I try to do sometimes? Not, you know, nobody does something every time, but, you know, like what do I try to do sometimes in a big setting? Okay, well, sometimes, you know, you do this or do that and I'll just throw it out. 
you know, because maybe maybe it sticks, maybe it doesn't. But you know, take enough shots, something might be good, or maybe it gets your brain turning, or maybe even you know tomorrow morning, somebody out there listening, or maybe you guys or whatever, like fuck, man, you made a good point. Well, think about that, you know, just even get you thinking, you yeah, know, because it might turn your brain or. You know, it might yeah. get you thinking about something or even trigger something else. I mean, but helping everybody's just the point of this, and I fucking enjoy the hell out of it. Well, I'll raise my glass of that. I will too, gentlemen. This has been a good one. It's gentlemen. been a fun one, and we kind of took another turn to, to to segue into the next podcast. But you know, that's what we do here, and um, appreciate you all. Good combo. Cheers, boys. Until next Cheers. time. Until next time. To anxiety. <laughs> <laughs>